good afternoon, and now it's time for the Morning Star Missionary Baptist Church's broadcast. Located on 2411 East 27th Street in Kansas City, Missouri, where Dr. John Modest Miles is our pastor. And let's tune in to Pastor Miles right now for his sermon. Music team, God bless you, my brethren and sisters. I call your attention now. Thanks again for Dr. Bob Willingham and Tanya Willingham. It's just always grateful. Amen. I want to call you to the Second Kings, Second Kings, eighteenth chapter. Second Kings, eighteenth chapter. Beginning with verse one in our reading. Second King, 18th chapter. It began by saying, Now it came to pass in the third year of Hoshed, son of Eli, king of Israel, that Hezekiah, the son of Ahaz, king of Judah, began to reign. Twenty and five years old was he when he began to wrench, and he wrenched for twenty and nine years in Jerusalem. His mother's name also was Abai, the daughter of Zechariah, and he did that which was right in the sight of God, in the sight of the Lord, according to all that David his father did. He moved the high places, removed the high places and break the image and cut down the groves and break in pieces the brazen serpents that Moses has made for unto those days the children of Israel did burn incense to it and called it Nehushtan. He trusted the Lord God of Israel so that after him was none like him among all the kings of Judah, nor any that were before him. I'm going to talk with you for just a few moments from this thought. The key to victory is to trust God. All right. <clears throat> That's what we want to talk about. The key to victory is to trust God. <clears throat> My... My brethren and my sisters, I wonder how drastically our lives would change if we completely trusted in the Lord. I wonder, I wonder, I do wonder, I do wonder how drastically our lives would change if we completely trusted the Lord with everything. How many mistakes and heartaches would be avoided? <clears throat> and how many of our dreams and how many of our hopes would be realized more quickly? If we really trusted God instead of 
growing impatient and deciding a plan B that will let us down. Let me just express something. Let me share something with you today. Trust in God seems like it should come easy to Christians. Trust in God seems like it should come easily to Christians. But how many, but how often we have made bad decisions, oh yes, by relying on the, our own strength, oh yes, yes, by making our own decision simply because so often we grow tired of trusting the Lord and so often we find ourselves leaning that on our own understanding. When we know beyond a shadow of doubt that God wants the best. He wants to give us our heart's desire. He wants the best for us. God wants to give us our heart's desire. Oh yes, he wants the best for us. And he wants to give us our heart's desire. Now my brothers and sisters, yes, if actually, it's actually easy when we really think about it, it's actually easy to trust God. For the psalmist said in that of the 100, I mean he said in that of the 95th Psalm and the third verse, he said, for the Lord is a great God and a great king above all other gods. One of the things that we must never forget in our life as we travel. One of the things that we must never forget and that is that God never fails. He never ever fails. God never ever fails. One of the characteristics of true constellation is a fanatical trust, a serious trust, a mean trust in that of God. The quality of our spiritual life can be directly connected to the quality of our trust in that of God. Hezekiah here, Hezekiah in this chapter and in chapter 19, Hezekiah discovered that it was one thing to try to tear down the high places, but he also uh, discovered that it was another thing to trust God completely. One thing to try to tear down the high places, but it's another thing to trust God completely. In, uh, in dramatic uh, contrast with his father Ahaz, Hezekiah followed God. Yes, in that uh, with his father uh, Ahaz. It was different with Hezekiah. He followed God. He followed God more closely 
He followed God more sincerely than any other king of Judah and any other king of Jerusalem. Any other king, even of Israel, any other king. When Hezekiah became king, Assyria controlled uh, that of Judah, acting with great courage. Yes, but Hezekiah rebelled against this mighty empire to whom his father had submitted. He placed his faith in God, and he placed his faith in God's strength. He placed his faith in God, and he placed his faith in God's strength. Rather than his own, rather than placing his faith in his own, and he obeyed God's commands in spite of obstacles, in spite of danger, that, that from a purely human standpoint, sometimes it was overwhelmingly. But oh, my brethren and sisters, he placed his faith in God. In other words, what are you saying, Brother Pastor? I'm saying it's better to put our trust in God. When there is danger, when there is disaster, when there is obstacle in our way, put our trust in God. Trust in God, trust in God, trust in God. I come to express to us today, trust in God brought a great victory. For God, and not only did it bring a great victory for God, but it brought a great victory for his people that changed the course of a nation. Oh, my brethren and sisters, yeah, what are you saying? Are we prepared in spite of what might be going on in our world, in our nation, in our communities? Are we prepared to trust in God? In spite of trusting God. Number one, number one in this message today, number one in this message today, trust that does not change. Oh yeah, Hezekiah, what did he do? What did he do? He decided early on that his choice was in spite of all that I'm going to trust in God. Oh yes, yes, yes. I, this is uh, remarkable in light of the fact his own father, yeah, was an evil king. Oh, my preference and sister, I said again, his own father was an evil king who led Judah into sin. But Hezekiah blames no one for what happened around him. Oh, you don't hear me? Because his trust is in God, not others. Well, what are you saying, John Modest? John Modest says, why waste prime time on secondary matters? Oh, my brothers and sisters. Oh, what are you saying? I'm simply saying, my brothers and sisters, sometimes we waste prime time on situations that are going on around us when we can turn it over to God. Oh, my brothers, so often we waste so much sleep, so much worry, so much time. Oh, you don't hear me, my brothers and sisters. 
yes, on things that we could turn over to God and let him fix it for us. My brothers and sisters, you've heard, heard me say it so many times. Yeah, why stay awake at night when God is already awake? Yeah. Yeah. No, you know, that's right, babe. It doesn't make any sense for both of us to have to stay awake. Oh, you don't hear me? Oh, that's what we said. Oh, my brothers and sisters, I'm simply saying, oh, yeah, this is what we are uh, saying. This is what we are saying. Uh, Hezekiah ultimately trust was in God and that's what he's saying to us today trust in God I think we can look all around us and see that what trusting in God will do for you some of us has come through life some of us has come through problems and some of us has come through situations my brothers and sisters if it had not been for God oh don't make me holler if it had not been for God not man, not machines, not armies, not weapon, and even not stupidity. It was in God. It was in God. It was in God. It was in God. Too often, too often, too often, our happiness is placed in things too often. Let me say it once again. Let me say it too often. Our happiness is placed in things. Too often our happiness is placed in others. Too often our happiness, yeah, is placed in others. And when they disappoint us, our happiness disappear. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my brethren. Oh, Old, old writer, Dr. D.L. Moody, says God doesn't expect the impossibility, the impossible from us. He wants us to expect the impossible from him. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my brothers and sisters, all I'm saying, put it in, and God works things in a mysterious way. Things that we said that we didn't think they would happen in our lives. Oh, when we look around, look what God has done for us. And look what God has, has brought us. Man, just think about it. Just think about it for just a moment. Think about it for a moment. What God has done for us. Sometime I'm riding along in my automobile. And I've told you this, and it's not a fairy tale. It's true. That I think about the goodness of God and sometimes I just have to pull over on the side of the road or the highway or the streets and just lift my hands. And when I lift my hands, it's not begging God for something else, but I look back over my life and thank him for what he's already done. Do you ever thank him for what he's done in your life? Do you ever thank him for what he's brought you? Do you ever thank him for carrying you through? Hallelujah. Rap Waldo Emerson says, all I have seen teaches me to trust in the creator oh my god everything we see when we look back over our lives my brethren and sisters and sometimes we say i've seen it all no you have not seen it all 
My God, when we think we've seen it all, there's some more to come into play. Because who God is. Do you ever just get happy and shout over the fact of who God really is? Do you ever get happy and just shout over what he's done for you? My brothers and sisters, sometimes even in the midst of going through something, do you shout and get happy? Because you know on the other side that he's going to bring you through. That's the kind of God that we serve. A relationship with God is not based just on just how well things go. But God's goodness in all of the times. Oh my God! In other words, in other words, in other words, uh, my my good friend, my best friend, often say, by the name of Robert Willingham, he says, "God just keep on blessing." Oh, that's what he does. That's what he does. He said, "God just God just keep on blessing." He does not only bless today, but he'll bless tomorrow. He'll bless the next day. He'll bless the next day, and he'll bless the next day. He'll bless the next day. All I'm saying, don't give up on him. May not come when you want him to come, but oh, hallelujah! Won't he show up? Won't he show up? Don't fool me now. Do you know he'll show up? And not only will he just show up, but ah, he'll show up. Somebody said back there, he'll show out. I'll agree with you. I'll agree with you. Now, number two, number two, number two. This is just good to me, just kind of breaking it down, preaching and talking about the goodness of God. Number two, trust that does no challenges. Oh my, trust that does no challenges. In other words, trust that know that even in the midst of conflict, in the midst of going through something, that's what I'm talking about, that kind of trust. In other words, what is it really saying? You will face some challenges. What do you say it happens? I know you're right. Yeah, yeah, you, you does all of the right things. Yeah. Instead of the things going smoothly, yeah, they get worse. Oh my God, oh my God, did you hear it? Instead of things going smoothly, yeah, it get worse. How many times have you experienced this, my brothers and sisters? Things, yeah, you expect to go smoothly. Oh, sure, they get worse. In other words, what am I simply saying? Christians are not without conflict. Right. Mm-mm. Hezekiah, through faithfulness to God, in tearing down all of the high places, yeah, Judah, of all of the idols, he faced a crisis that looked like it will destroy him and not only destroy him but it looked like it would destroy Jerusalem and honoring God and trusting in God Hezekiah find more challenge but trusting God trusting God keeps us going when others would have given up Ooh, sure, that's a, something to make you run when nobody's behind you. 
shout and cry. Trust in God will make you keep on. It will keep you from giving up. Conflicts help uh, to find uh, our real trust. Oh my God, let me just say that again. I said conflicts help us to define our real trust. It appeared uh, that Sinclair-Seria had all the winning cards. He appeared that he had all the winning cards. It appeared his army had conquered all of the groups that came against him. Oh yes, wanted to make a friendly compromise with Hezekiah. He began bargaining with him. And let me just tell you something, my brethren and my sister. Don't let people bargain with you when you know God is in charge. Can I say that? Don't let people bargain with you when you know God is in charge. Don't let people bargain. I never will forget. Let me just say this. And it just came across my mind and I got to tell you about it. I remember my brethren and my sisters when we were developing all of the land. On one day, a gentleman called me and said to me, we'd like to buy the land that you, uh, Morning Star, have, has cleared. And I says, it's not for sale. And he says, well, are you not going to do with anything with it? And you know what I said to him? It still belongs to us. Oh, my brethren and sisters, what will you say? I will say, God is in, in charge. And if, if we let God use us and let God lead us, God can make a way out of nothing. Look what's on that land today. It's all because uh, God had a people that would trust in him uh, in spite of anything else. Yeah, yeah. Number three, and I close, trust that make champions. Trust that make champions. Trust that make champions. Hezekiah goes to God with his problem. He goes to God's house. Oh my God, don't let me stay away from the church. Just let me make my way to the church. Sometimes people say I don't need the church, but just let me get to the church. Oh my God, let me get to the church house. My brothers and sisters, and it doesn't have to be on Sunday. Sometime through the week, and I come to tell you, many of my problems, many of my problems, and I don't know about you, has been solved down here at the altar. And they was not solved at the altar on Sunday. But there have been times on Monday, there have been times on Tuesday, there have been times on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, Saturday also, that I knelt down before God in his house. Don't let me shout. And let me tell you, I placed everything before God and sometimes I wonder what's going to come to pass on the next day. And all of a sudden, when I get up in the morning, it's all worked out. Is that all right? Did I work out? You all I'm trying to say, God can make some champions out of us. If we only trust in him, he can make a way out of no way. He can bring us through. That's the kind of God we serve. Hezekiah prayed, and I come to tell you, prayer changes things. 
And not only does prayer change things, but prayer changes people. Is that all right? If you don't believe prayer changes things, ask Paul and Silas. If you don't believe that prayer changes things, ask Daniel. If you don't believe that prayer changes things, ask some of the prophets. Yes, in the Bible, I'll tell you. Is that all right? Hmm. Then Hezekiah prayed, and he prayed that God would defend his own name. Oh, my God, he prayed. Yes, Hezekiah went to the temple of God and, and prayed that God would find him defend his own. And then let me tell you, he prayed uh, in his prayer, he found victory. Is that all right? Is that all right? All I'm saying today, do you want victory in your life? Do you want victory in your life? You might be going through something right now, but do you want victory in your life? Ah, that's victory. All right. yeah. ah, ah. Whatever you're going through, that can be victory in your life. I, I'm honest about it. That can be victory. You know why? We serve a victorious God. Is that all right? I said we serve a victorious God. Is he able? Let me tell you how able he is. Yes, he'll pick you up when you're falling. He'll strengthen you when you're weak. He'll haul you up when you're stumbling. Is that all right? Yes, he'll lock his arms around you when you don't know what to do. All I'm trying to say, the Lord will make a way. Why he make a way? Somehow he'll make a way. Let me tell you, somehow he'll make a way. Somehow he'll make a way. Somehow he'll just keep on making a way. Victory. And you want to know about the greatest victory? The very greatest victory is when he sent Jesus. Oh, sure. Yes, when he sent Jesus. The greatest victory is when he sent Jesus. That was a great victory. They said that there was no room in the end. I said the greatest victory when they sent Jesus. Born in a stable manger. Oh, yes, yeah. Criticized and ostracized. And then carried him and whipped him all night long. They thought they had him. They thought they had him, and then they carried him to the cross. They said, we got him now. Oh, yes, on the cross. But oh, there's victory. And listen, listen to Jesus. He stopped dying in order to bring victory. Didn't he do it? I said, didn't he do it? He went in the grave, and they said, we're going to keep him from making, bringing victory. They stationed guards at the door. Oh, my God. In order, if he did get up, he wouldn't get out. But you've heard me say it so many times. Why did a door need a door? Yeah. Ah, that's Sunday morning. Can I get a witness here? Oh, yeah. Early Sunday morning. Early Sunday morning. Early Sunday morning. He got up. Didn't he get up? Do you know he got up? He got up with victory in his hand. Didn't he do it? He got up with victory in his own self. Oh, he'll bring the victory today. Didn't he get up? Didn't he get up with victory? 
And then not only did he get up with victory, he walked around and stayed here 40 days with victory. And then victory led him back to the kingdom. Victory, victory. Can I say it? Victory. Can I say it? Victory. Victory, victory, victory. Victory, 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 victory. They saw him going up in his chariot. Yes, my brothers and sisters, they saw him going up. His chariot was the clouds. His seat was the moon. Oh yes, he turned it upside down and made himself a seat. Oh yes, uh, yes, the, the, the four winds was his horses. The zigzag lightning was his pair of lines. Oh, can't you see him going up? But while he was going up, there was a voice that interrupted, saying, ye men, uh, yeah, why standing here gazing in the air? The same Jesus. Can I say that? The same Jesus. Victory. Yeah, just like you see him going up, he's coming back after a while. But let me tell you something, and I'm going to sit down. The same victory is on his way back. Can I get a witness? Is he all right? Is he all right? Ah, he's all right. have been listening to the Morningstar Missionary Baptist Church's broadcast located on 2411 East 27th Street in Kansas City, Missouri, where Dr. John Modest Miles is our pastor. We invite you to come join us for Sunday school at 9 a.m. on Sundays and our worship service at 10 a.m. For more additional information, please contact the church office at 816-923-3559.